0: This is Cruise Radio.
1: Your New Year's resolution should be to always travel with travel insurance. Find a policy today at TripInsurance.com.
2: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise
0: Cruise
1: Radio. Hey, how's it going? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here. We'll get a review of Carnival Breeze this week. Also, Sherry Kennedy standing by with Cruise News down in Acapulco, Mexico. We were chatting a couple of seconds ago before I started recording, and she sounded uh, okay. So um, hopefully the signal will last through our interview. We'll uh, I guess we'll find out shortly, won't we? If you're listening on Spotify, thanks for being here. Recently picked up on Spotify a new way to listen to Cruise Radio. So um, be sure to tell someone that we are now on Spotify. Also, our website has been revamped, Cruise Radio News. Lots of tips and articles and news stories for you to peruse. Check that out, cruiseradio.net. All right. She's going loco in Acapulco. Sherry Kennedy is here with Cruise News. Hey, Sherry. <laughs>
3: hey,
1: hey, Doug. What is dias. Yeah, that was... Uh, who sang that? The, was it Four Tops sang that song? I can't remember. I don't
3: know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't know, but... Coming up pretty soon is Cabo Wabo, so we'll talk then.
1: <laughs> you got it. Carnival Cruise Line has added a couple of new fees and charges. Talk to us about it.
3: Yeah, Carnival now has a fee for room service, you know, what you used to love to order for free. But it's it's not a delivery fee, and it, it's not that horrible, and there is some logic behind it. But for room service orders placed between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., you're going to be paying for the food. So even though you know that you speak complimentary, the good news though is the menu is being expanded, but the bad news is that you'll now pay between two dollars and six dollars per item. So that's where it's different. I, you know, the, the really the plan is to cut back on food waste because I'm sure a lot of people come back order lots of food and then probably pass out before they can finish three quarters of it. (laughs) But uh, among the new items, and this is really nice, there's a Greek salad, nothing better than a Greek salad at three in the morning. They're going to have a uh, grilled cheese, bacon and tomato sandwich. Oh, I can see that. And a roast turkey wrap. And they're going to have new desserts, including uh, a dark chocolate walnut brownie and get this, a donut sandwich. Yum. Yeah, yum, right? But uh, then... carnival is also going to discontinue room service on debarkation morning and that is one of my all time favorite things is to get room service in the morning on debarkation day but that's going away but there is going to be a delivery fee for the fun shop purchases and that's a 15% fee they're going to add it, it doesn't apply to drink packages luckily so that would that would uh, negate the cheers and bottomless bubbles and bottled water. But if you want to order a six pack of Coca Cola or a Seven Up, it's going to come with a dollar fifty delivery fee.
1: Let me get this straight. So if you, or if you pre-order, like I go online, and I want to order a six-pack of Coke, which is $10 um, from the fun shops mm-hmm. online before I sail, it will be in my room when I get on the ship, but I'm going to have to now pay a 15% delivery fee on top of the $10. So it'll basically be $1.50 on top of that $10, correct?
3: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, okay I mean it's not hideous who knows where it's going but uh, yeah there's a delivery fee. Two
1: cruise ships are heading to New York City in 2019. which ones are they?
3: Yeah well the carnival triumph it was just announced and I can't believe the ship's outlaw is 20 years old. Mm-hmm. 2019 and 2020 season uh, there's going to be some new itineraries. the carnival triumph will cruise out of New York. Fort Lauderdale and Norfolk, Virginia. And there will be uh, all sorts of new, the major refurbishments are going to be included. The, you know, the ship already has a guy's burger joint, the Red Frog Bar, and all those fun places. But they're saying there will be a major refurbishment. So that will be interesting to see what they add.
1: And then Norwegian Bliss as well.
3: Yep, Norwegian Bliss will also be sailing from the fa- my favorite Midtown Manhattan pier. It's so convenient. Yeah.
1: Celebrity Cruises announced that Celebrity Edge is uh, g- going to be released ahead of schedule, huh?
3: Yeah, it's moving ahead of cycle for, uh, for the new ship. And the schedule change will now be uh, to offer two seven-night maiden voyages. Uh, one will be an Eastern and one will be a Western Caribbean itinerary. And, of course, if you want, you can book a 14-night back-to-back on those. Um, And that will be the usual, you know, the western is Key West, Costa Maya, Cozumel, and Georgetown. And the east one will be San Juan, Tortola, and the British Virgin Islands, which is a lot of fun. And, of course, Philipsburg in St. Martin. Um, But if you can't get away for a full week or the two back-to-backs, they're also going to have what they're calling the new edge preview sailings. And these are going to be three-night Bahamas cruises, round trips from Fort Lauderdale. Beginning on November 21, and uh, so November 21 and 24, and then December 3 and December 6. And of course, the ship will be home ported in Fort Lauderdale. But, you know, sometimes that's a nice little taster just to do a three night on a new ship. So that's a lot of fun.
1: This next story, I can just see it happening in slow motion. A ferry boat collided with a cruise ship.
3: Yeah, this was over in the port of Barcelona, and a huge ferry boat named the Fantastica, if I'm correct was backing up and just went a little bit too far and rammed right into the Viking Star. Mm. Um, it happened very slowly, and of course, the incident was caught on camera, as these things tend to be. <laughs> um, emergency services, of course, was called to the scene, but uh, no injuries have been reported, and apparently the damage to both ships was minimal.
1: Star Princess just completed a recent dry dock.
3: Yeah, Star Princess is returned to service following a two-week dry dock renovation the ship now will continue a season of 15 day Hawaiian island cruises from Los Angeles and Vancouver. These will go through April. And then the newly refurbished ship will spend the summer cruising Alaska. So, let me tell you what some of the new enhancements are.
1: Absolutely.
3: Okay, Sabatini's, the Italian restaurant, was updated, has a new menu. Every cabin has the new princess luxury bed. Camp Discovery has been reimagined for kids 3 to 17 years old. And the shop's on board. There's a brand new Effie fine jewelry boutique and yada, yada. So they have new products, new logo shops. That should be kind of fun. The salon and treatment rooms were upgraded, new fitness equipment in the gym. And of course the casino tables and machines have been reconfigured. Oh, I guess good. so you don't know where you're going. I don't know. <laughs> And there's new carpet, <laughs> there's new carpet. So, um, yeah, it sounds very exciting. And, uh, just real quick, if if no one has done that 15-day Hawaiian island cruise, it is wonderful. I did it a couple years ago. I would go back again in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, that cruise does sound fun. Have some listener questions here, Sherry. If you have a question, drop me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net, D-O-U-G, at cruiseradio.net. This one comes from Nicholas up in South Dakota. What are the highlights of transiting the Panama Canal?
3: Oh, my gosh. Well, you know where I am right now, and I don't you know. I'm in Acapulco. I just came through the Panama Canal. And um, the highlights, I think this was my first time I went from uh, the Atlantic side to the Pacific side. So you're going westbound, so you're you know, the sun is at different places and whatnot. But waking up early, getting that first cup of coffee, going outside to the, the bow, and just watching the approach to the first lock. There are dozens and dozens of tankers just hanging around there, just waiting to get into the lock. You know, you have your pecking order. What ships are going to go through first, second, third? But uh, it's just—it's just exciting. And then, you know, it's, you know, you think about the river cruises and those locks. Well, these are—they're—they're you know, they're enormous, and it runs on the gravity system, just like the other locks do in Europe. But to see it in person is just phenomenal. How they can just lift these in, these immense ships, and then also it's kind of fun after you've gone through the lock, um, you run to the back of the ship and you get to see the other ships that are going to come through the lock. So that's kind of fun too.
1: Yeah. And we'll talk more about your sailing uh, on the the Panama Canal once you get back with a better signal here on the mainland. Our final question comes from Cindy in Connecticut. I booked a cruise and I have a price drop. I'm afraid to tell my travel agent because she gets paid on commission. Will she get mad?
3: Well, Cindy, you know thank you for thinking of your travel agent. That's really nice. And You know, if anyone doesn't know, I started my own cruise agency years ago. I stopped doing that. But nevertheless, I had, you know, a cadre of clients that would call because they wanted me to check the price drop. And, yeah, you think, oh, gosh, it's going to cut into my commission. But you know what? If your travel agent does a good job for you and she saves you money, I would think you would go back to him or her again. So, yeah, they'll make a little bit less, but they'll have a client for life. So, you know, it's a give and take on both
1: sides. Very well. Talking with Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com. Sherry, stay out of trouble in Cabo, would you?
3: Oh, I will. I'm going to go horseback riding.
1: Awesome. Talk to you next week.
3: See you then.
1: Bye. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at CruiseRadio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling?
0: ParkWest
2: West makes us excited to spend money on art.
0: To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Want more Cruise Radio? Find a library of over 400 episodes on iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net.
1: Nelson just returned from a seven-night sailing aboard Carnival Cruise Line's Carnival Breeze out of Galveston, Texas. He joins us on the line. Hey, Nelson, how you doing, buddy?
0: Doing well, Doug. How you doing?
1: Good, man. So uh, let's get some pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to sail Carnival Breeze?
0: We wanted to do a cruise with some friends of ours. We had never cruised with any. We've always went solo or just my life and I as a kid. So trying to get the schedule to work with uh, our family and their family, and December was a month, and so we started looking for itineraries. I and mean, we wanted a ship that could uh, was really conducive to a lot of kids. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, when we started looking at Galveston, which was kind of the port of call that we usually go out of, uh, the breeze just made the most sense. It has the most activities. It's the largest ship that goes out of Galveston. So it was kind of a no-brainer after that.
1: Uh, you were in, up in Oklahoma. How long of a drive is that down to Galveston?
0: It takes exactly like eight hours and three minutes. Okay, cool. So, now, yeah, th- so we... Uh, yeah, yeah, we left Friday night after I got off work for, no, excuse me, we left Saturday, sorry, the Sunday cruise. we left Saturday morning, and uh, <clears throat> got to Galveston around 3 o'clock that evening, uh, the, the day before the cruise. Cool. So uh,
1: you, when you get down to Galveston, since you drive, do you take advantage of like a park and cruise type parking lot, or do you park at the pier?
0: So we've, uh, we we park in an off-site parking lot that's about two blocks away from the port and the uh, pier. And well, we do all. It's fifty bucks for seven nights, so not too expensive. No. And um, I, I always just drop my wife and kids off at the right there at the ramp, and I go park the car, and five minutes later, I'm back at the port. So it, it's
1: really, really convenient. Cool. How was embarkation for you?
0: So we had a suite, which gave us priority um, embarkation, but we did kind of have a little. Um, a little bit of fun because we had my daughter in a separate room. She was actually staying with our friends. So we thought that might be an issue, but it ended up being no big deal because they, they did not have priority uh, boarding or embarkation. And so we actually breezed through. I mean, we had priority and just walked straight through the check-in, straight through the security, went and got our selling sign card and walked straight onto the ship. So I it, I, I meant the time, but I think it was probably under 15 minutes from the time I got back to the, uh, to the time we got onto the ship.
1: Nice. Uh, was this your first time sailing Carnival Breeze?
0: Yeah, it's the first time I've sailed anything in this class, so it was. Yeah, so I was excited. And it was. It lived up to the hype.
1: Yeah. Would you? What were your first impressions when you walked on board?
0: The decorations are very much different than what we were used to. It's more. Uh, it's more modern, I guess. Yeah. Um, and also, it was December third to the tenth, and it's already decorated in Christmas. So that was kind of cool. Uh, we never, you know. You decorate your house and you leave it for a week. So yeah. <laughs> kind of like, man, it stinks. So uh, that was kind of a, a nice little touch. It wasn't like overly done in Christmas, but it was just enough to kind of have a, the Christmas theme. The decorations throughout the ship are really nice. They're not quite as loud and brass as the, uh, some of the other ships. They're kind of tame. Uh, the overall impression of the ship were just uh, there a lot of space outside.
1: Um, you mentioned you had a suite. What would you think of that?
0: Uh, it's so it was great. We had a, you know, we had a junior suite. So we have, uh, no, excuse me, we had an ocean suite, and it wasn't quite as large as uh, the grand suite that we had last time. But you know, there's only four of us. So we had a king size bed. And I think the kids' bed was actually king size too. You know, it has the bigger bathroom. It actually, had two sinks in the bathroom, which was different this time. Uh, the jacuzzi tub, and then you know the balcony's a little bit bigger But besides that, it's in a little bit of a vanity area. But you know, it's your typical room. It's Still with four people and two size beds, <laughs> still, still a little crowded. <laughs> yeah, do,
1: do they give you any perks for booking uh, Booking a suite?
0: Yeah, so it was kind of a surprise to us, but we've had suites before, and all we've got was priority embarkation. So we kind of thought that was it on this one. Well, when we got on board, you know, of course we had the water, the 50-ounce waters for being returned guests, but mm-hmm. we actually got two 50-ounce bottles of water every day. Cool. So nice. that was kind of a nice thing, and then we had. Then uh, the next day, they gave us a hundred dollar gift card for pictures, which was unusual for being a sweet guest. Uh, and then they gave us a two hundred dollar gift card to Park West. We also had priority tendering, and believe, and we had priority debarkation at the end. So it actually <laughs> there was actually quite a few perks.
1: Yeah, as far as the space in the balcony in, in your cabin, what do you think of it?
0: Yeah, you know with us having both of the beds pulled all the way out and it was still a little crowded, but, you know, if we would have put the bed up every day like we used to, like we have in the past, it would have been fine. But, you know, with four of us, we kept the beds out. We still had plenty of room to walk around, but with both beds all the way out, it was a little bit crowded, but that was our own choice for just keeping the beds out because the reason we did is we brought our youngest back and tried to take a nap here and there and we wanted to sleep. So we didn't want to have to be pulling it in, pulling it out, pulling it in, pulling it out. So we just... Catch uh, it like it was, and uh, so it was a little bit crowded, but not.
1: Let's talk about the food here. Uh, I like what you say. You say you're you're down forty five pounds, which congratulations on that. Cause I know that's a that's a heck of a milestone. Um, but you same, you same. still had seven burgers, huh? How did that turn out at the end?
0: <laughs> so I only gained one pound on the cruise. So nice. Overall, not bad. Now I did I did kind of cheat on the burgers. I didn't eat the bread. Okay. So um and I didn't always eat all the fries. So it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I would just, I had to eat some, I had to kind of limit my portion. So right. I still ate, still ate the burgers. I basically had one a day, but I would just do it without the bun and which that kind of shaded off half of the calories there. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did you, uh, yeah.
1: what time dining did you have?
0: Since it was 11 of us total, we had eight, 15. Okay. You know, by the time we got done dining and went to a show, the kids were ready for bed. So it, it actually worked out pretty good.
1: Cool. Uh, what did you think of the service in the main dining room?
0: It was excellent yeah. uh, very very well and I I'm, I noticed I noticed this last time I had an interview with you but I've noticed that when we've had kids with our uh, in our group we actually get a lot better services Yeah. and so and you know I think it's a, one thing that kind of hit home with my wife and I was uh, you know we have our kids are the ages of 10 six and two and a lot of these servers and stuff have kids at home Mm-hmm. And it kind of, in fact, we had several of them tell us, "Hey, this reminds me of my daughter or my son." And yeah. so I think it kind of gives them a little taste, of, you know, in a small way, a little yeah. bit of a taste of home when your kids are playing with them. And you know, my son's name Christopher, and our service name was Christopher, and so they had they kind of uh, hit it off. And yeah. they actually had a guy come by every every day and like do magic tricks for the kids, and mm-hmm. it was it was kind of a, it was a cool deal. That's so they, awesome. they were they were excellent.
1: Cool. What did you think of the bur- uh, the barbecue joint on there?
0: It was uh, very good compared to the old barbecue joint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I didn't really care for was the uh, brisket. Now mm. don't get me wrong; it was very it was very tender, very tender. But I'm just not big on it. It was real peppery. Yeah. But everything else, the chicken was man, it was good. Yeah. Full uh, uh, pork was excellent. So yeah, it was. Uh, I was very impressed and I will hit that up more next time.
1: Yeah, totally. What did you think of the C-Day Brunch?
0: It, it was good. Service was not quite up to par. It was like in the dining time, but it was still, ex- I mean, it was still good. I, I liked it because I could get a filet and uh, some eggs, so I, I kind of enjoyed the steak every once in a while.
1: What did your kids think of the entertainment on board with the slides and the camp ocean and all that offered to the kids? Because you had, like, what, six of them yep. between the two families?
0: Yeah. So Yeah, so we have three and they have three uh, one of the, one of the uh, 17. So she kind of did her own little thing, but, uh, the other kids were all 10 and under and we didn't do camp ocean at all, but the slides, Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, I did it. (laughs) I mean, I got on there and rode them probably 30, 40 times. I don't know how (laughs) many times, but, uh, uh, well, you know, your kids want you to go with them. So you, you kind of just do what they want. And, uh, But, man, it was excellent because they had, you know, we would just lay out there on the Lido deck right there by the water park area. And we could see our kids all the time. And it's laid out really nicely. Uh, There's there's plenty of seating around it. It wasn't too crowded. You know, during the middle of the day around between about 10 and 2, it got kind of crowded. But before that or after that, it was like people were done. They were tired. They had enough sun. And it kind of uh, not be as busy. And you could just pretty much do what you wanted, you know, either slide, go back down, go back up. That's what kept me in shape. Doug. I was going to say, that's why you didn't stairs. lose, that's why you didn't
1: gain any weight up and down <laughs> that slide all cruise.
0: Hey, I didn't take the, I think I took the elevator once, all yeah. Cruise. So. Good for you. Uh, no, awesome. but, yeah, and then, uh, you know, the night entertainment, so our kids are kind of big into that. Uh, we had seen all the shows. It was the, uh, I don't know what shows, uh, playlist production, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, it, man. They're, they're okay so two of the nights they didn't do any of the dancing or anything they just did the singing which yeah whatever <laughs> um i mean they're okay singers but not incredible but our kids actually really enjoy that and so we would we would actually take i think my wife and i took all six kids to there most every night and then gave the other couple some time to themselves so that's kind of what we did in the evenings after dinner so the entertainment was good the cruise director was Oh, I don't know his name. I think I told you. I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, Schwartz—that's what his name was. Schwartz, and he was by far the best cruise director I have ever had. He was. Cool. Like, I'm not really big into the kind of stuff, but he actually kind of made me excited. Like, got me pumped up. So, he was—he was very good.
1: Nice. Uh, did you uh, did you climb the uh, what's it called this the sky course the rope course at all?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did, and my wife did, and. We were two totally opposite people on that Sky course. So, to me, it, it was fun. My wife's terrified of heights. And so that was probably the most enjoyment I had the whole cruise. Uh, <laughs> was watching her try. Because we did, you know, they had the easy course and they had the hard course. And uh, so I would go across and kind of wait for her. And that was very entertaining. So uh, I had to send you some pictures of those, Doug. are quite hilarious <laughs> yeah that was like
1: uh the girlfriend and i on vista she's terrified of heights and she was like hugging the pole at every station and i'm like coaching her through it come on you got this come on it's uh maybe like, if you fall you're going yeah
0: yeah if you fall you're gonna get caught yeah it's not that far down <laughs> yeah and there's
1: no bucket truck here to come rescue you either so you better finish it
0: <laughs> uh-huh. exactly no but it was fun it, it, i i was just Super impressed with the activity and yeah. the layout was really excellent.
1: As far as crowds and congestion uh, throughout the ship on sea days, how was that?
0: So it wasn't too bad. One thing that this ship does do, which since we were with our family was fine, but if it's just my wife and I, I wouldn't care for as much. It forces you out outside. So the hallways are narrow compared to like the Conquest type ships or like the Triumph or something like that that we've been on before, where there's a lot of uh, room inside to sit down. This forces you outside. Which isn't a bad thing, especially in the Caribbean, um, but it really did not get that crowded even outside. Like the, I, we never had a trouble finding deck chairs, and we were on the deck a, on, on the Lido on the three floors of the Lido a lot. And um, uh, but there's plenty of seating, you know, where the barbecue is on I think deck side when they're not serving barbecue. That's open. There was nobody out there. Nobody. Wow. The flow was fine. I never felt congested. I never felt claustrophobic at all on Saturday, which was our last tea day before we got back home, we uh, got a cold front that came through and it got to about fifty degrees the whole last tea day. I mean, Oklahoma don't get that cold. It was like three
2: degrees.
0: Mm-hmm. So I mean it's pretty cold but right now but so we actually sat outside on the Lido deck and it was like we were us and another couple of the old people out there. <laughs> so everybody was inside and that when they it was pretty crowded inside at that point.
1: I just realized we were we were sailing the, the same time. You were sailing December yep. 3rd through 10th, and I was sailing December 2nd through 10th.
0: Did y'all hit the cold front that came through we, the Gulf?
1: The very last day, we had yeah, some pretty yeah. rough seas, and uh, we docked in Miami the next morning, and it was 42 degrees.
0: Well, it was snowing in Galveston on Saturday. <laughs> See, that's wild. That's it, yeah, which, that never happened. Yeah. Galveston, you know, right on the coast, so yeah. It, it got pretty cold.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you think of Miami and you don't think of anything lower than eighty degrees, right? It's, I mean, it's always warm right. year round, but not this, not this time, of course. As well, we're recording this, it's, and, yeah, it's yeah, like like you know, this crazy winter we're having. Key West was like in the thirties a couple of days ago, which is crazy as well. Um, well. Let's talk about your port stops here. You did Cozumel, Belize, and Roatan, so uh, we'll just hit each one briefly. What'd you do in
0: Cozumel? Uh, nothing. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> okay. bought a bunch of vanilla. We bought it, like, okay, so I guess if you're going to buy something and you want vanilla, it's expensive in the States. It's like, extremely cheap there. That's mm-hmm. what people gave us a bunch of money, and that's all we did was buy a bunch of vanilla.
2: That's literally <laughs> all we did. We got off the
0: ship, bought that. We've been in Cosmo I think, six times.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, uh, it, yeah, uh, we'd done quite a bit of a few things there. And uh, so we, we literally just got off, bought that, walked around with the kids for maybe 10 minutes, and then got back on the ship and had the whole water park to ourselves. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, your next port yeah. was Belize, and you could take advantage of the priority tender service here because you had a suite.
0: Could have, but we didn't get on time.
2: Okay, uh, <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, fair so enough. by the time we got to, literally, we were the the tender was maybe half full when we went uh, from there. It's about a 15 minute ride, so it's not a short little jaunt from the ship to the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Belize, I was kind of excited about it. It was not. <laughs> it's yeah. It's yeah it's not very pretty (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, and there's like a wall so you get like the harbor's kind of pretty but then there's a row of like stores and stuff like that and there's a wall and we didn't go past that wall um we did try a coconut with Mm -hmm. the coconut water it's disgusting yeah (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) it's so nasty (laughs) but hey i tried it
1: let's see roatan was your last port what'd you do there
0: so Rotan is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It's it's really pretty and uh um in fact when you port at Rotan, it's amazing just from the ship. And I like the ports where you can see the ship the whole time. I can, I, I just think like the pictures with the ship in the background are pretty cool. Yeah. And so uh, so anyways, you part I mean you port right it's not a far walk to anywhere. So we got off there, um, so the other family we never saw the other family and my daughter They kinda of did their own thing, so we never saw there, but... They went, ate some jerk chicken, and they said it was absolutely amazing. They said it was incredible. Um, and then they just went to the beach and swam and stuff. My wife and I and the, my two boys, we actually rented a little paddle boat uh, with the two boys and for about an hour, hour and a half. And uh, They have like a little river there behind us. I don't know what it's called. But uh, we kind of went on and had a bunch of uh, sea turtles were there. So. The boys got out and petted them and fed them. So it, we had a really—Rotan I, I, was amazing. I, I, it was worth the—as far as the ports go, um, you know, if, you've been, if you haven't been to know that's different. But uh, Rotan is real, by far the nicest port that we had.
1: Carnival did a good job developing that port there. They really did.
0: There's not the aggressive settling there like there is some other ports, at least what we experienced. In fact, the shops, you hardly saw anybody in them. Huh. They weren't crowded like they were in Cosmel or Belize. It's just really laid out, really, really well. And even the little path from the boat to the beach mm-hmm. is really pretty.
1: Well, yeah. you make your way back to Galveston. How was the debark process?
0: So we are not the family that does not like packs lightly. We are the family that brings everything in the kitchen sink and then maybe a couple <laughs> other things. We had seven suitcases, but so we decided to do self assist. Even with so I carried like two or three things, my wife had two things, my daughter had two. With but we got into the uh, theater at 745, they called us and we were on the road back home before 830. So wow. it went pretty smooth. Yeah. And we, we, we got the stuff off the uh, shift. We paid a porter to take it to the curb. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, in Galveston can be a hit or miss with the debarkation. Sometimes it can take Couple hours and sometimes it's pretty quick. You know, we did have yeah. a priority, so that helped a lot. But the family that was with us, they actually were on the road before nine o'clock and they didn't have priorities. So um, they got called right after us and still got out within 15, 20 minutes after us. So apparently it went pretty smooth. Cool. Uh, do you have any tips for Carnival Breeze? Get out there and have some fun. So if you want to do the slides, do it. I mean, <laughs> I enjoyed it acting like a little kid again. Right. And, I think it does help that I'm lost some weight and I still have a lot more energy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Let's see here. Final thoughts of Carnival Breeze.
0: So overall, I was very impressed. Like I said, if you have kids, it's a must do. Now for just a a husband and wife, like we're taking a cruise here in another month or two, and I probably wouldn't do such a big ship because I probably wouldn't do quite as crazy a thing. But if you have kids, it's a must. It's excellent. I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, Nelson, thanks for uh, coming on the show and sharing this review of Carnival Breeze. And congrats on the 45 pounds lost, man. And uh, keep him keep shedding.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to match you, Doug.
1: Yeah, there you go. You got 15 more to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance?